Hey, hey, hey. This is John Goldman. You're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash on Radio Harbor Country. That's 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and 93.5 FM out of Sawyer, Michigan. Adam Conley is not with us today, but we do have Randy and Bradley Rogers, both presently playing with the Red Deluxe Band out of, uh, where are are you guys officially out of? Like Three Oaks, Bridgman? Yes. I know Roger lives in Bridgman. Yeah, I think it was more more established in Three Oaks, but... uh, Closer to that mic, my friend. Oh, yeah, I got a bad habit of that. (laughs) so I, I guess we'll we just say we're based out of Bridgman. Okay. Just put it that way. Okay. Harbor based Country. Based out of Harbor Country. Based yeah. out of Harbor Country. <laughs> yeah. All right. Love it. And uh, Randy, man, you and I go back a good 20 years probably. Really been and, that long. Uh, yeah, I think it's been close to that. And Bradley, I you know, I always knew you as Randy's brother, but uh, you didn't. Still live, am. Still in. Still. <laughs> but you lived out of town a bunch of time. So, yeah, a couple uh, times. Yeah. But uh, for those listening, Randy, this is Randy's now third, well, really fourth yeah. time being on the show, but we won't talk about that a lot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Randy, um, Randy was on show number two. I think he was on show 40, but now he's here with his brother, brother Bradley. That's a mouthful. <laughs> baby butter. Baby brother Bradley. Oh, no, don't throw that in, too. Here, have some of this. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so happy to have you guys here, and you guys each brought your uh, acoustic guitars, and uh, looking forward to hearing you guys play a little bit. Um, Bradley, I wanted to you know talk with you about some of your background. I mean, I know that you are uh, the lead guitar player, and now, now co-lead guitar player for the Red Deluxe Band, and you've been doing that for, what, about a year, year it's and a half? It's been two years now. Two yeah. years. Wow. All right. And... Um, uh, before that, you lived in Colorado, so you weren't doing a lot of playing. Yeah, but, I was out uh, there for about three years. And yeah. Before that, I was out in South Bend. I lived in Grand Rapids for 11 years. So I've, I've kind of been everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how did you get, you know, how, how did you join up with uh, Red Deluxe? Did they even need another guitar player at the time? Well, at the time, uh, Billy Rogers was uh, playing lead. The Weasel. The weasel. <laughs> is that his official name or is that a... everybody calls him the oh, okay weasel. All right. but, not um, a bad name no <laughs> he couldn't do uh what was it worst fest, worst fest. 2019 so oh. i started practicing with red deluxe so i could fill in uh-huh and then the opportunity presented itself for him to do you know his really his own thing because red deluxe was kind of going in a direction he didn't want to go so he decided to bow out and then i took over um, that was pretty much right on two years ago. Yeah. Worst our first gig was uh, October 26, 2019. That's oh, right. yeah? Oh, yeah, that crazy Halloween party. Yeah, yeah. Chesterton, yeah. All right. Was it a private party, or can you talk about it? Uh, no, <laughs> it just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you can talk about it. It, it was it, fun. Yeah, it was crazy. What was the crazy part? It, the, the costumes. A lot of My cool goodness. costumes. <laughs> yeah, and the people just kept coming in. I mean, there was a good turnout. So. Where was this in Chesterton? What was it, American, American Legion? Legion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd played there a couple times before. and Yeah, the bar area is downstairs, so you have to go down these steps to... Yeah. Uh-huh. It was big, though. I was surprised how big it was. Yeah. So. There's a lot of legions around here. Every little town, New Troy's a legion, which you guys played at last week. 
Yeah. And I mean, that's a, that's a very uh, popular legion too. Um, Cause that and makes got us that, legionnaires, huh? They Maybe got that big tank out front and, uh, yeah. You know, I've, I've remembered that place ever since I was a little kid. You know, I grew up right right in this area. Um, so playing at the New Troy Legion, it just, it's fine. I'm still not close enough to the Yeah, microphone. Just, just get right on up into that mic there. <laughs> Don't be shy, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> it might not bite. It might. But it might. I, I I've been zapped by microphones before. It is a Sennheiser. <laughs> it might reach out and grab you. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we had a good time Saturday night. You know, uh, I was told by one of the organizers that they had a much bigger turnout than they were expecting. Uh, and they stuck around, yeah, too. Yeah, people they stayed really so long. They asked <laughs> us to play another hour. And, you know, we just kept having a good time. Yeah, so that was a dance, right? I mean, uh, people yeah. dancing, or was it... Oh, boy. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> I don't think they danced on the tables, but they danced everywhere else. That's fun. Yeah, they did behave themselves. Yeah. Unfortunately. That's a first, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you able to pull out, uh, you know, some of your usual banter, Randy? Because I know that uh, at least when you were with Bone Naked, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't hold back. No, I didn't. You just, uh, uh, no, I wouldn't say I got carried away Saturday night. I, I did have a few things to say, but uh, <laughs> uh, nothing like it used to be in Bone Naked. No, I, Bone Naked, I did it, its legacy lives on. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. It has its own, its own purpose. Uh, I there was a couple of years ago uh, when you used to, um, you know, dress in red, white, and blue and a big hat and uh, <laughs> tell everyone you're running for for president. I'm still running for president. Running away from running for president? No, or? no, no. I, I, <laughs> I still campaign, just not as much as I used to. I still have no backers, you know, politically or. Uh, you know, even any voters emotionally, I have zero voters, but you know, <laughs> uh, it's still fun. You, to you might have gotten a write in vote here and there, you don't even know. Yeah, they, like, I they guess, probably wouldn't report to you. Yeah, I guess they don't have to let me know, do they? I, I would think that if you had enough write in votes, then you know, the Secret Service would contact you telling them, telling you that they're, you know, hey, time we're gonna set up some protection for you and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, guess you haven't gotten that call though. Yeah, <laughs> I have not. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe you know, one, yeah. I, I, every you four years, know. I'm just going to keep campaigning, and and I like for you know it's it's fun. We'll keep the light on yeah, for just, you. Yeah. You know my platform. You know, just from the from the man for the party party people. <laughs> yeah. you know, just let's have a good time. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like you guys really uh, create a good time with uh, uh, you know with Bone Naked and certainly with Red Deluxe uh, with the band you're with now. Um, you know, I know we've gone through this exercise before, but uh, Red Deluxe uh, is the two of you. Yep. Kirk Boyd, also on guitar and recently to the party there. And uh, Roger Kelm on drums and uh, kind of the organizer, backbone. Absolutely. And he then is. Uh, your bass player, uh, who was the original, um, with the original Red Deluxe when they first formed, what, like 20, 30 years ago? Yeah, Kevin Mansfield was Kevin a drummer for, for Red Deluxe when they were first Red Deluxe. Yeah. You know, it was the early 80s. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, they were a great band back then. You know, they had a, a rhythm guitar player that actually helped. He, he co-wrote a few songs with Bob Seger. He was part of the Silver right? Bullet Band at one time. Yeah, you, Luke you Smith. Gotta be Luke kidding. Smith, yeah. Wow. Do you ever play any uh, of those original songs? 
you guys, yeah, we've talked about this. So you don't get to play a lot of original songs uh, with Red Deluxe. It's, no, uh, no we'll, we'll work it in eventually. I, I'm sure of it. I, I'm pretty confident that it, you know, once we, the once time we get is enough coming. material together where everybody's happy with being able to play, because sometimes we'll play a place where they want to hear more country. Uh-huh. So, you know, we want to get more country stuff put together, keep those people happy. And then, you know, we've already got plenty of classic rock stuff. So, you know, once we get everything put together in that department, I, I hope that uh, we'll, we'll get back to some original stuff. And and uh, I, I think uh, bringing Kirk in as the second lead guitar player might be helpful in that department because he's a, he's a pretty smart guy. I think between him and Bradley, they'll uh, they'll be able to write some good music. And then I just scribbled down some. You've got your uh, words. your original uh, <laughs> lyrics and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've written a couple songs, Randy. Yes, I have. I've written yeah. quite a few, and Bradley and I have even recorded some back in the day. Yeah. You know, well, how did you guys uh, do your recording? Tape ca- deck, cassette yeah. tapes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, Dad had a Fostex. Uh, four-track recorder i remember you used to use that a little bit like a reel-to-reel kind of thing or no cassette cassette yeah, yeah. Oh. Put a cassette in there and, and you could uh mix four tracks down to one oh and then yep. you can bring three more in and mix them down to two and then eventually you could mix them all into one and our brother doyle he pretty much managed that department uh-huh. uh, <laughs> so it would take a week to get one song oh sure down to what you wanted. yeah yeah <laughs> Well, do you even have any of those cassette tapes around? Or No, I don't think Gosh, so. I don't think it's, so. <laughs> too bad. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, now uh, equipment, recording <clears throat> equipment is uh, relatively inexpensive. You can basically do it on a laptop. And a, you can do and it on microphone. an iPad, yeah. Yeah. And mix it right then and there. Right. And do a pretty good job with it, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, those, those barriers to... Uh, putting down songs into a recording aren't as uh aren't as hard as they used to be you know it used to be you have to go to a particular place and yeah and i'd still hire like someone to, go to do into it a and, real studio and and have a, a professional yeah you know, so you've never done that in all your career I mean, you've been playing for no 40 for, uh, well let's see probably 40 something years yeah. right you started when you were like 12 or 13 it was 13 yeah. So that means 42 years have been at this. Wow. <laughs> so uh, yep. <laughs> I know we've talked about this in the past, but uh, my recollection is that you got a guitar, Randy, and uh, Bradley, who's uh, five years younger? How much younger Almost are you? Almost five years younger. Just about five years, yeah. Little, uh, little kid that he was at the time. You're 13 years old, you know, and uh, probably looking at it more for picking up girls and and uh main objective. <laughs> and then Here, bradley comes this. in and is like hey what do you got there let me give that a try and yeah like, he couldn't smack his hands enough and finally you just give up because uh you know you you catch him playing your guitar and you're like really jealous of the fact this seven-year-old kid is playing <laughs> better than you can and finally like i say you just give up and say okay can i play with you then you know <laughs> yeah that, that that pain body runs deep i know yeah. but so it's you know based on that it's really great to see that you guys are now playing together and you know really giving it your all i mean this red deluxe plays at least once a week don't they i mean for the most part yeah, yeah. you guys 
are really good at um, keeping busy for sure. Yeah, we got a lot of places that ask us back almost in the middle of the night while we're still playing. You know, they, they try to get us back right away. And, you know, that's fun. It's yeah. cool. It does tend to, some of them get a little stingy, so we don't get to spread ourselves out as much as I'd like to. You know, <laughs> you know I'd like to be over in, you know, Kalamazoo and in bigger cities, you know, for so people can hear what we do. Uh-huh, yeah. And, you know, ex, yeah. plus they pay more. You know, the bigger cities pay more. I think so, Which yeah. is which is nice. So you still have a little something after you put gas in your car. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that's definitely a plus. Yeah. But it is what it is. Hey, Bradley, when you were growing up and you saw your brother's guitar, um, you know, were you in the kind of relationship with uh, Randy where you could just go and borrow the guitar or did you have to sneak in? Absolutely and... not. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you remember about that? Uh, he he was a little older than me, and I just remember seeing it and wanting to try it, and I I would just uh, I would take it and I would listen to the radio and, and find the chords. Uh, I think my dad taught me the chord of D, and uh, I just kind of went from there. And then they finally got tired of me having their guitars, so the, the house rule was broken, and I got mine when I was eight. <laughs> yeah, the house rule. So you get your first guitar when you're 13. Ah, okay. So did your older brother so Doyle eight. get uh, his first guitar at 13 as well? Yeah. Ah, good one. So your parents, um, they uh, they had a pretty musical household, right? Oh yeah. And you guys uh, listened to a lot of uh, a lot of what kind of music did you listen to when you were growing up? Well, it was all over the place. Um, we we were listening to the to, to come <laughs> well, a lot of country yeah yeah uh, stuff like Led Zeppelin when mom and dad weren't there because <laughs> they didn't want to hear it uh-huh. um, gosh one of the houses would be Hank Williams and Ray Price and stuff like that and on the other end it was April Wine UFO and Fog Hat and oh man <laughs> and a room full of concert T-shirts that Doyle collected. <laughs> Doyle was collecting t-shirts. Oh, he went to all kinds of shows. Yeah. All kinds of shows. T-shirts and albums, that's where we would, you know, where that end of it would come into play. Doyle. He had all the albums. albums. Yeah. So you guys had a lot of uh, record albums growing up. Yeah. But LPs, not... uh, Yeah, vinyl. Yeah, it was all... And eight tracks. Eight tracks. Yeah, I was going to say. Eight tracks were... Pretty good setup, you know. You had they're not bad. Yeah, it was a pretty good sound. You listen to it over and over and over because it would just yeah, keep just, playing. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of surprising that eight tracks just aren't even around anymore. It was in my was, first car. I had an eight track. Player yeah, and I, I I wore out a Molly Hatchet eight track, a Bob Seger <laughs> eight track, Leonard Skinner. Hey, you're still flirting with disaster. I so know. every time you turn around, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Bradley, he never had an 8-track in his car. He Once he got it old enough, it was all cassette. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I had cassette, and then I, I bought a, a Pontiac that had a CD player in it, and that's oh, probably man. the first time I got stopped by the cops. <laughs> <laughs> For having your music too louder. <laughs> I bought Def Leppard Hysteria. That was my first CD I ever bought. That was 1988, and I'm going down I-94. Cops, like, he stops me, and... I turned the radio down. He says, you know how fast you're going? I said, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I just, got, I just got this car, and I got a CD player. He says, all right, well, slow down. You know? <laughs> how do you like that? Yeah. That's lucky. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. good. 
It's not like when I peeled out in front of that cup in your falcon. <laughs> that falcon was a ticket getter, I'm telling yeah. you. It didn't get me a ticket. He just, did you see me? No. He said, would you have done that if you had seen me? I'm like, yeah, probably would have. <laughs> and he still yeah. didn't give you a ticket? He still didn't give me a ticket. Oh, man. I, I was on fourth lane. So. Yeah, the thing about that car is you do burnouts without trying. Pretty much. That thing, had, that thing yeah. was a beast. Falcon? Yeah. The flamethrower, yeah. Did you have it all souped up? I mean, oh, Randy, yeah. you're a big car enthusiast and, and could probably fix any kind of car. <laughs> so uh, I would imagine, you know, you got your start somewhere working on some car that you got and figured out how to take it apart and put it back together. Yeah, the first one I ever really took apart and put back together was a 71 GTO that I was building. And it was never finished, but, you know, you still had to drive it. Yeah, <laughs> Bondo, unpainted Bondo on uh, the outside. No, there was no unpainted Bondo. Just it was several different colors because it needed a door, it needed a fender. You know. Oh right. And as I would gather parts up, I just bolted on. I didn't I care. I remember it was a GTO, that car. You know? <laughs> That's right. It's not now so I much remember about that car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Was a we, while back. Whatever happened to you? Probably maybe you still have it somewhere. I sold it. Oh right. And that guy wrecked it, and I bought it back. <laughs> and I repaired it. And then I sold it again. That guy wrecked it and gave it back to me. Jeez. And then I sold it for parts to some guy over in New Buffalo. That's, <laughs> the parts didn't show up at your door, right? No, it was the last time that I was ever the last seen time. Uh, yeah, well, it's all stripped apart, I guess. So, uh, lucky me, you guys have your guitars sitting right in your laps. Uh, what do you want to play? What do you want to play, Brad? Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what feels good to you today? Well, um, we could probably try. We could try Van Morrison and see what happens. Yeah. All right. Having some vocal issues today, but uh, I'm a diehard, so I still got to give it give it a shot. Awesome. I'm gonna turn off my mic. Boat was one as we sail in the misty. Hark now, hear the sailors cry. Smell the sea and feel the sky. Let your soul and spirit fly into the misty. When that foghorn blows You know I'll be coming home When that foghorn blows I want to hear it I don't have to fear it now 
precious soul Just like way back in the days of old Magnificently we will fall into the mystic Beautiful. Very nice. Thanks, guys. That was great. Uh, and I, you know, while I'm watching and looking at your guitars, gorgeous guitars, Randy, uh, that thing is beautiful. It's like, um, it's, it's narrow-bodied, but it's uh, hollow-body at the same time. It's got some unbelievable woodwork on it. Yeah, it's uh, it's really one of the probably the top of the line of ovations. Nice. And, uh, it's my favorite guitar yeah. in the world. That's cool. Even better than your uh, Miller Lite guitar. My Miller Lite guitar started as a gimmick, you know, <laughs> trying no, to get I... trying to get Miller to. You know, maybe sponsor a tour or something, you know. Yeah. The American Legion tour. Yeah. The there two. you go. Miller's not on board. <laughs> Jack Daniels isn't on board. I mean, I've been trying. Uh, I drink right. their product. Yeah. They just ignore me. Yeah. You keep rude. buying their stuff and they just they don't even call. What the hell? Yeah. That's just rude. <laughs> uh, but a good friend of mine and yours, uh, Virgil Clary, did buy me a little plot of land down there in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Is that right? <laughs> cool. That's yeah, great. Yeah, he nominated me to be a... Uh, how little? Tennessee like Squire. a little, you know, one by one? I, I think it's one inch by one inch or something <laughs> like that. But I was wondering about that. And everything. It's oh, pretty that's, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty wild. Try building a house on that. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe not now, but someday there might be you know, you know, some way to, yeah. you know, you got your little, and then the airspace is all open, so you got your little pole. Yeah. And then uh, could yeah, be. All build the way something up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'd be infringing on somebody else's inch. <laughs> right. Well, I was I started asking you about the guitar because I, I do know where you got them, but uh, why don't you tell the story? Tell the story. About uh, how uh, Doug I, Collins. How I ended up with this guitar? Uh, 
Gary Combs. Yeah, it was, uh, what was it, March of 2018? No. Well, so Gary, for those listening who are not familiar, was uh, was he an original member of Red Deluxe? He was. Okay. Uh, lead guitar player, uh, back, background vocals. Gary never really liked being a lead singer, and that's how I came to, to be. You know, I used to follow him around. We used to, Bradley and I used to go down to where Red Deluxe was playing at a little bar called Donna's Place in New Buffalo, and, and they would let us come in on Thursday nights and play, which was kind of a big deal because I was just learning. I, I really wanted to know more, and, and Gary was more than happy to, to, to show you more. He would say, okay, you, you're know, you missing an E there. You should be putting an E right there in that song, and mm-hmm. I would have never known. Like I said, I was new at it. Yeah. How much older was Gary than, uh, than you were? Like ten years older, five years so older. So he would have been what seventy-two this year. Oh, yeah. okay, so something like yeah, that. Yeah, Gary was probably about fifteen years older mm. than me. I would oh, imagine, gotcha. Okay. Give or take, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and then over the years, of course, you know, my music interests, you know, w- went a different direction. And of course, Red Deluxe they did their thing, and then they weren't doing anything. Bradley, he was doing what. You know, whatever he was doing, I I, I just kind of decided I wanted to do something else. But every now and then I would run into Gary Collins, and of course I still love to hear him play. So I would stick around. And then I found out, okay, Gary's playing with this band. We're gonna go listen to this band tonight because we had nothing else to do, because I know it's gonna be good. Gary's in it. And then uh, a few years ago, Bo Naked was asked to play a birthday party that we could not do. So they, I was asked to find him a band. I said, well. If you're asking me to hire a band, it's going to be Red Deluxe because I know I'm going to at least enjoy myself at this party. And then they asked if I could sing a couple songs with them. And, uh, you know, Gary and the guys, okay, let's let's rehearse them a couple of times. So we did that. And then a few weeks later, he asked me if if I would sing for his band, if I would sing for Red Deluxe. Just be a part of the band. Yeah, would I? Why would I say no? Yeah. I mean, I've been following you around since I was a teenager, and I never thought he had the right singer. (laughs) Mostly because I wanted to be his singer. So it was pretty exciting, but he wanted me to play an acoustic guitar, which I didn't own. And uh, so I took this hollow-body electric guitar to to practice. And Gary says, no. I said, acoustic. I said, this is what I got, you know. So he hands me this ovation. He says, play this one. This is what I want you to play. Okay, so as time went on, I just told him, I said, you know, I'm not comfortable with borrowing your guitar. You're either going to have to sell it to me or I'm going to buy my own. And uh, so I, I ended up with it uh, in, under horrible circumstances. You know, Gary passed away from uh, pancreatic cancer. Yeah, real suddenly. And so I I ended up with this guitar. So I I don't let too many people touch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, select few can can play it. Otherwise, I, I take better care of this guitar than I do of my own personal body. <laughs> so yeah, well, this, we uh, won't get into that. But um, <laughs> no, it's uh, that that's great. And uh, it's, but also, Bradley, your guitar uh, came from Gary too. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Doyle bought this one, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah, it's really own, nice. Yeah, like our it. older brother, he said he wanted to play a little bit of music again, and he, he wanted a guitar, so I checked with Mary, Gary's wife, 
And she said she didn't think she had another, you know, acoustic guitar. And it was the next day, she said she found one stashed in a closet. She said, come check it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't... I, th- I guess Gary was good at that. I guess only yeah. Gary would stash a you know a seven hundred dollar Takamini guitar in the back of a closet somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful though, you know. And what a legacy too. I mean, you know, you you uh, had such a you know you had such an appreciation for him as a musician and as a as a friend, and then to you know be able to play his guitars like this, it's uh, yeah such a treat. And so it, it's also just so nice that you got to work with him as a musician in his band uh, while he was still alive. Yeah, it was pretty, it was definitely special to me. I, I almost kind of wish Bradley had moved back before all that happened because I, I have a feeling that Gary probably would have asked Bradley to be part of the band too because of his vocal ability and his guitar playing. I think Gary would have known that Bradley would have complimented everything we were doing. Yeah. And it only made us a, a stronger band, you know, as far as people wanting us back. Uh, I, I'm, I'm confident in that department that, that Gary would have been interested in having Bradley part of this band, too. Had um, Bradley, had you played with um, Gary, you know, back when you were growing up in the same way Randy did? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was the two of us... Uh, for, for a long time and then uh, following Gary around and going yeah. to watch him play and cool. yeah we would uh Donna's place and then there was a few other places here and there yeah um after Donna's got blown up yeah uh, <laughs> so that was the other thing so Donna's uh what a pipe bomb or something the guy was, just had to ruin our fun she's just crazy blew it up. yeah did they ever catch him I believe oh, yeah. so. Yeah. yeah I, I really never got the full story as to why he felt compelled to blow up that little bar. But <laughs> Crazy. Well, he had it in He had it in for somebody. I remember that. Did I'm not going to mention names on the air. <laughs> Did but, anyone get uh, hurt? Like, was it uh, during I, I hours? Don't, I, don't or? Know. I think they were closed at the time. I think it was uh, after hours, yeah. So did he have a vendetta against the owners of it or something like that? Or Not Donna's place. It was uh, somebody else. Oh. But, uh that that's what I heard anyway, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know Kevin, <laughs> and he didn't get them, so yeah. <laughs> he just got uh-huh. a sentence of some kind. I don't know. Well, uh, I so. hope for a long time that's not something that uh, well, public that was should tolerate. <laughs> 30, Blowing up buildings. Thirty-one years ago, that happened. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wish Kevin were here. We could ask him whose drums were in the in the drop ceiling. Oh no! After the explosion, some who's whoever was playing at the time, some pieces of their drums ended up stuck in the drop ceiling at Donna's place. The oh, explosion wow. was pretty... Holy cow. I mean, they had to demolish the building. There was no repair. Uh, I mean, it, it was a serious explosion. So so that... Uh, so no one was in there at the time of the explosion. Right. But they just destroyed the building. And yeah. But the guy's drums were still in there, and so <laughs> they just kind of got propelled through the, through the drop ceiling. Yeah. That's crazy but i remember kevin telling me whose they were and 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 i just can't remember right now who, who he said the drums belong to you but yeah it was a it's quite the story I mean. yeah i don't <laughs> there's a lot of things that have happened in harbor country over the years that just you know are big time things like like the train running into what's now greenbush <laughs> you know those pictures are all over the uh in um the New Troy Community Center, there's uh, pictures of that and, yeah. and articles about the whole thing. It's like a little 
you know, museum set up in there. But that's another crazy thing that happened right there. It's uh, and then how about the guy that uh, that bought up the whole middle of downtown about ten years ago, fifteen years ago, and uh, stopped doing any construction, and now there's just a big old blank area in the middle of New Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was what a, now? <laughs> that was a bad uh, bad move, I think. Somebody that one I don't know anything about. Somebody, wow, somebody built <laughs> not on purpose. There. I'll have to look that but, up. But uh, they started building like the infrastructure and and ran out of whatever momentum, money, sales, yeah, money. Yeah, who knows? Maybe and they're... and the whole middle of town is surrounded by a, a huge fence, like four acres in the middle of town. There, <laughs> it's ridiculous, and it's been going on for ten years. I, I think hmm. they stopped the construction in like you know two thousand five when the recession was starting. But uh, come on, step it up, do yeah, something. How do, you, there. how do you walk away from that kind of investment? And, and unless well, you know, bankruptcy, his investors, I'm sure. Maybe his investors were the mob, and that's why you never hear from that guy anymore. I don't know. <laughs> He's invested yeah. in some concrete <laughs> shoes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that oh, uh, you know the recession came. They I think the development company went out of business, and they did sell it. But then who knows? I just don't even know. But it's the whole fact that. They, you know, bought out all these existing businesses in New Buffalo to build this, this, uh, you know, huge development in the middle of town, and it's still vacant after. I, I think it's closer to like, um, sixteen or seventeen years that it's been like vacant. Wow! Uh, wow! Just, you know, I, it took I, them a long time to like tear the stuff down and buy all the stuff, and uh, anyway, so that's New Buffalo. That's New Buffalo. Yeah, an unofficial park. <laughs> unofficial inaccessible park pretty much yeah. <laughs> well on uh, a lighter note <laughs> so uh you know i do remember uh hearing that um you guys had a band as kids like you know not too long after this whole um uh you when you got your guitar randy and and uh bradley started just sneaking it and and figuring out how to play by himself and and then you and you and Bradley and your older brother Doyle started a, a band and played out places. Yeah, we. Uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't say we played out very often, except for outside. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think when we discovered Bradley was as talented as he is as far as playing lead guitar, you know, we needed that. Uh huh. Yeah. Neither one of us could do it. What did uh, Doyle play? He was playing drums at the time, although uh -huh. he, you know, he played guitar too. But we needed a drummer. And then we right. found out that I was uh, less talented than we thought. I couldn't play the bass. <laughs> so we had to recruit a bass player. Not a to... family member, though. Correct. Uh, Jack Lloyd. Jack Lloyd. A friend of, a friend of our older brother, Doyle's. And, uh, you know, he played a little bit of banjo, and he agreed to play the bass for us. And uh, we, just, we mostly just had a lot of fun. You know, we, we weren't out making any money, but it helped hone the skills that you know, we still have today. You know, I, I got to sing, and that's about the only thing I really have to add for, to a band, to be quite honest with you, is to sing and, and play rhythm guitar. Well, you're a hell of a front man. I mean, you get the audience going, and, you know, you get like, you know, you got the camaraderie going with people in the audience. So as long as they're you interested. You get people excited, yeah. <laughs> but Bradley, he's the one that he can wow them, you know. I, I can... Yeah, I can talk back and forth, and and uh, and, and I'll sing, but uh, there's there's songs where, you know, I call them out, 
we got to we got to play this one because well, I want my brother to get the attention. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of tired of it sometimes, <laughs> you know. Um, I I need for people to know, you know, what at least one of the Rogers brothers is capable <laughs> yeah. of, you know. And, and, there you and go. Bradley's always been really good at that. So when was the first time that um, you and and uh, Bradley and and uh, Doyle actually? Got, did a, a paying gig. Do you, do you remember like your first paying gig? Oh gosh, uh, <laughs> that's a good question. That was so long ago. Could have been any number of American Legions, or because we've played <laughs> it all know. of them. I don't even know. We did a tour of the American Legions too yeah. for a while. Oh uh, yeah, where we pretty much exclusively did just that. It's like uh, you know Bob Dylan's the never ending, uh, never ending tour. You guys are the never-ending the Legion tour that tour. never ends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I could not answer that question. All right. I don't even know if Doyle yeah. could answer that because it's you know it's just been that long ago and and you and you step away or you do something else and you form a different band you're playing here and there uh, things like that just kind of get lost. Yeah. You, you don't unless you journal them. You're sure. not going to remember them. You might just, you know, you know how people when they open up a store and they take that first dollar and tape it to the uh, to the ceiling or yeah. the wall or the glass behind the, the yeah, bar. Yeah, we didn't or do that. that. You guys didn't do that. <laughs> no, we spent it. <laughs> it was gone pretty quick. Yeah, it was. So, uh, Bradley, what other bands did you uh, play in after, you know, starting with your brothers? I pretty much just played in bands with them at different yeah. points. Uh, I tried to play with a band out in Colorado. We call it Men in White. But that was the and first time that you played with that's, uh, any that's other guys? That's the first guys? time, yeah. Wow. I, I didn't play with anybody else except my brothers. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where it was at. And we kind of got away from that for a while. And then I tried playing with this group of guys out there. And... Uh, we practiced for a little bit. We never did a gig. What kind of uh, songs did you guys play? It was pretty much just classic rock. Um, yeah. Yeah, just, just classic rock. They they were into the 60s and 70s rock, and that's what we did. In white, though, because you in white, would yeah. all dress in white. <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple pictures. Um <laughs> Did you guys actually we were, play a gig or no? Was we never we never did a gig. So you just did a lot of practicing, got the outfits ready. Pretty much, we we did yeah. it once a week, and we, yeah, um, I would wear well, a white shirt too, and a white you know? hat. And at practice, you guys wore uh, the uh, yeah. They the wanted outfit. to get photos and whatnot, so uh -huh. we could try to get gigs. Oh, um, but the bass player and the and the one guitar player they kind of went at it a lot. <laughs> so they dismantled the group. But yeah. the premise was that uh, we all wore white and we had a projector and it would project images out and that would... On you, on the us. musicians while yeah. you're playing. So everything looked yeah. like what the image was that was being projected. So it was kind of neat. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And then there was a white wall behind us. Uh -huh. So it you would come off of that and bounce back too. Right. So it, it was, it was neat. Yeah. It's kind of reminds me of that, uh, David Byrne American Utopia. Oh, wow. Concert. <laughs> Only a little bit though. Post talking heads. Yeah. 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 That actually was, uh, quite, uh, quite a show. I, I did see him up in Grand Rapids and, uh, 
so you you were in Grand Rapids for like eleven years. Did yeah, you? yeah. No, but you didn't play when you were up there. Uh, down here. Oh, you just with would my come brothers. Down yeah, here. I would come down for practice yeah. every Wednesday. Yep. Oh man. Unless, so even when you were yeah. practicing with them, did you get out and play? Uh, just with them. Yeah. I I didn't do anything other than. You know what? What we did. What so. kind of gigs did you guys play as? And this was the Brothers Band. Is that what you called yourself? Well, we were the generic band for a while, the and then band. we were the O Brother Band. Um, yeah, we we would do a few bars and taverns here and there, in American Legions and VFWs and stuff like uh-huh. that. And I think we did a Battle of the Bands once, we and did. we did a. I want to say we did a festival once too. I can't remember though. Cool, but um, pre worst fest maybe. Pre worst fest, way yeah. before the worst fest, and yeah. then the old brother band was back in '95 or so. Yeah, that was quite a while ago. But um, yeah, you know, generic band. You were still living down here at the time, and then, and then yeah. you moved. That kind of dissolved and made uh, it hard. Yeah, because you know we weren't. We weren't ready to look for somebody else to play lead guitar. And uh, then when we were having a birthday party for my brother Doyle, and that's when we started putting the old brother band together. Uh, a friend of ours out of South Bend was just beating on the drums. Now he was a very good drummer. Uh, he played for the South Shore Band uh, back in the 70s. They actually toured the United States. And he found himself working at the same place we did, you know, and uh, he hadn't played in years. And then our, our cousin Brian, who had moved back here from Oklahoma, Oklahoma, yep. uh, he's a gifted guitar player as well. So we were like a six-piece band. And that one night of just jamming together, it just kind of told us we had to do something again. It had been a few years since we had all played together. And uh, we decided we were going to do something. And we, I'm not patting myself on the back at all because I really didn't have much to offer in the music department for the band. But uh, there was no one else in this area that could play the Eagles covers that we did. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't play them and they damn sure couldn't sing them. But we did a lot of them. And well, thanks to Bradley's, you know, his, I, I could sing a lead vocal all day, every day, and it, it would just be this voice, you know. But Bradley can come in and make you sound better. Well, let's hear another one. What do you guys uh, <laughs> want to play? <laughs> huh. um, do, you, do you have any uh, originals worked up that uh, no. you can share? No, I wish we did. Um, yeah, we'll we'll have to work on that for episode ninety four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, you know, if you decide you want, you, if you'd like to have us back sometime in the in the near future, uh, maybe me and Bradley can put some stuff together that we plan to. to there do you go. The, the band All right, and and, uh, and just do an acoustic version before you hear the the full version. You know. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, what well, are you feeling, Bradley? Yeah. Well, I kind of promised I would try Tennessee whiskey. So, Tennessee oh, well, whiskey. Try, come on, man. We did that, and then you need to try that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just as a.
prelude to the song. Uh, this is not our first time taping this show. <laughs> That's why I said I promised uh, I would try that one again. Yeah. So. All right. Cool. <laughs> all right. Uh, here we go. Tennessee whiskey. My nights out in the bar room Liquor was the only love I'd known But you rescued me from reaching for the bottom And brought me back From being too far gone You're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. You're as sweet as strawberry wine. You're as warm as a glass brandy. Honey, I stay stone on your love. Look for love in all the same old places Found the bottom of a bottle always dry You poured out your heart, I didn't waste it Cause there's nothing like your love to get me high You're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey You're as sweet as strawberry wine You're as warm as a glass Brandy, honey, I stay stone on your love all the time. Time. You're as smooth as 
Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. You're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. All right. Thank you. <laughs> that was great. That was Felt really nice. Felt a little rough, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know you were complaining about your voice, but it sounds awesome. That was, that was really nice. It was a complaint, really, but yeah. <laughs> it was more of a. Notice. A, yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> getting it out there. Yeah, letting you know ahead of time. There you go. If I crack, it's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, yeah, we were talking about how you guys played at the uh, New Troy Legion last uh, Saturday for a uh, dance. Well attended, it sounds like. Very. What, what do you have going on this weekend, or what's your next show that you guys are doing? Well, Randy and I are playing in uh, Merrillville on the 27th for the Shriners. Cool. Just the two of us. We're doing an acoustic gig. Uh-huh. And then the 30th, we're at the VFW in LaPorte doing their Halloween bash. This All coming right. weekend, we're off. I'm taking my wife to the uh, Fright Fest at Six Flags. I'm taking my wife to McDonald's. Fun. Nice. <laughs> Get your McNuggets on. Yeah, I don't, even know. I don't even know what I'm doing this weekend. Yeah, right. You don't have a, a gig planned. It's like, you know. You, you're lost. Yeah, you know, it's you, like, you, oh, no, no so, structure to my weekend. Yeah, you're so used to playing every weekend that, uh, you know, when you don't, you're like, okay, it's kind of nice to not have a destination, but then you're you're lost. You're like, all right, so now what am I going to do? Yeah, It's yeah. about the journey, though. Really. There you go. <laughs> that, that's old motorcycle saying. It's all about the journey. Life's it a is. journey, not yeah. a destination. There you I'm go. I'm quoting uh, Aerosmith there. Well. So what do you guys have on your song list for this um, acoustic duo oh, that you're doing? Oh, my goodness. There's, uh, we're going to be all over the board with yeah. that. Yeah. You know, from uh, Hello, Mary Lou by Ricky Nelson to... More Than Words, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but just acoustic and, guitars, right? You're just yeah. Gonna, yeah. yeah and uh, no, uh, no percussion of any kind or anything like that. Just this. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that works. Yeah. I saw Tommy Emanuel, uh, I want to say last last Tuesday, Tuesday night up in Kalamazoo at the Kalamazoo State Theater, which uh, oh, you and I nice. went to and saw Robert Trower yeah. a couple of years ago. That was that was a show. cool show. I love oh, State man. Theater. It's a nice place. Oh, I know. It's, it's so... It looks all medieval in there. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I gargoyles. Love, I love and, that. That was the first the time I had sky. ever been there when you and I went to see Robin Trower, and I walked in there, and I thought, oh, my goodness, this place is amazing. Yeah, it really is. It really is a great place. Such a cool setup there. And Tommy Manuel, you heard of him? He's a guitar player, but, you know, he's not, like, you know, rock guitar necessarily. He uh, just an unbelievable uh, musician, though, just able to create so many sounds out of his guitar. And what reminded me was, you know, when you tapped on your guitar for percussion, and he did that a lot. Like it was just him on stage, but it could have been, you know, two guitars and a drummer. And like he just was able to create all these sounds with his guitar. Uh, Australian guy. Hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> I'll have to look him up. Yeah, he's uh, been around a long time too. Um, but that was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, Robin Trower. I mean, he's he, he's like the um, 
other side of the street from uh, Jimi Hendrix, basically. Yeah. You know, like he had those same awesome guitar skills, and he just kind of went in a different direction. He was with uh, Moody. No, not the Moody Blues. Who was he with? Jeez. But he's been solo for 40 years or something like that. Yeah, and he's got like some that. amazing stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a good show there. Um, Tab Benoit, did you ever did you ever see Tab Benoit? He was at the Kalamazoo State Theater a couple times. No, I can't say that I have. As, in addition to um, more recently, Tab Benoit played at uh, the Acorn Theater. You ever heard of Tab Benoit? He's a, I can't say that I have. Oh, okay. That, that he, does sound check him out. He's a um, a blues guitarist from Louisiana, and just. Every song, he is on his tiptoes, just jamming it out, doesn't use any pedals or anything, just straight from the guitar to the amp, and just, you know, tiptoes, standing on his tiptoes, eyes squeezed shut, and just everything he's got, like every song. Is just, uh, Sounds like he puts his whole, he, whole soul he into does, it. He does, he does. <laughs> uh, and uh, just really fun time, too, you know, and it's a lot of... Zydeco-y kind of percussion and stuff like that, you know. Have to check but, that uh, out. Yeah, he's he's great. So um, yeah, he was there a couple weeks, uh, a couple months ago at this point, but that was an unbelievable show. So um, you know, do you guys have kind of like a favorite place you like to play around here, where you you know you know it's going to be fun, you're going to see uh, you know all the all the fans that you like to see and stuff like that. I can't say that um, I do. I mean, it's no. a crapshoot, you it's, know. Yeah, when you play every weekend, you 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 don't know what to expect. You know, are your regulars going to be there, or are you going to make some new regulars? You know, right? I, I it's it's hard to say. We we very rarely have a, a small crowd, um, but it's also just as rare to have a, a standing room only crowd. Right. Uh, it just kind of all depends on the the weather. Mm-hmm. Or if there's something else going on, people have already committed themselves to do there it. There you go. Yeah. Well, what about, um, uh, do you guys have any merch you sell at these places? T-shirts or no. stickers? Or... Not yet. All right. And what about, um, you know, what about <laughs> Stay recordings? Do you, or uh, do you, like you don't have an actual uh, CD to sell at events, but do you guys have stuff on YouTube, like a YouTube channel for the... There's the a band. few things out there on YouTube, but uh, you can find a lot of videos. Uh, Roger's wife, Pam, she records a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. When we're out playing, and, and Roger will edit it for time uh, and put it on our Facebook page. And oh, there's, there's a okay. ton of stuff there you can see. So you've got a pretty, um, uh, a pretty busy Facebook page, it sounds like. Like a lot of activity on your Facebook yeah. page. I'm kind of saying it out loud because I, I do know that that's true. <laughs> well, we've got over 1,300 followers now. Yeah. And I'm sending out invites all the time. So hopefully we'll get some more traffic there. Cool. Yeah. You know, you, 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 try to, you try to tell people why you're playing. Hey, you know, if you haven't already, get out, you know, get on Facebook and give us a like or follow us, what have you. We're looking for yeah. three likes, yeah. Yeah, I usually, I usually say that's the running like joke. That, you know, like, we're, we're looking to get ten this week. You know? We're at five. We need we need to get to ten. You know? just, just and then it. they then they go on there and they see there's already thirteen hundred. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fun for me. You know, I, you know, I, I try not to be too much of a comedian. 
but sometimes there's just things that you just have to say and <laughs> I don't know why yeah, I'm, I'm I'm good at that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what good but I had a guy come up to me Saturday night and says I can always tell when you got a buzz I'm like really we ain't sleeping together and he's like no you take your hat off you take your hat off when you get a buzz I'm that's like, no, your tell you take your hat off not mm. true dude i take my hat off because it's hot you know? <laughs> <laughs> which is usually after playing for a period of time and you've been drinking for that period of time so yeah, sometimes it's that's uh, that's just too. coincidence it sounds like it is a coincidence but you know for, for a guy to come up and stage. tell you i can tell when you got a buzz like mm, man my wife knows when i have a buzz <laughs> But it's still fun. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to disrespect that dude. He's he's a good guy. I just like to pick on him a little bit. Yeah, and he picks back, so it's all right. Just the banter. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, you know what I want to do? Uh, close out with the call letter stuff, and then have you close out the show with a song. Oh, all right. How's that sound? <laughs> all right. All right. So. Uh, You've been listening to Johnny's Secret Stash. I'm John Goldman, and I've been fortunate to have Bradley and Randy Rogers from the Red Deluxe Band on the show today. Uh, you're listening to us on Radio Harbor Country. That's uh, 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and 93.5 out of Sawyer, Michigan. And we're going to close up with uh, Randy and Bradley playing us a song. What do you, what do you got for us? Hey, Bradley. What you got for us? You want to do uh, Eagles? Oh, we yeah. We can. Sounds great. Uh, right. Depending on how high I have to sing today. Hmm? From yesterday. Oh. Yeah, you can pull that one off today because it's, it's nothing yeah, too try spectacular. Yeah. It's one of the countryest songs the Eagles ever recorded. Oh, all right. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, I'm taking it, turning off my mic. Put the spotlight on you there. There you go. And here we go, guys. <laughs> Thanks again. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for having me. Randy yeah, was, and Bradley Rogers. Here you go. Girl from yesterday.
yesterday She doesn't know what's right She doesn't know what's wrong She only knows the pain that comes From waiting for so long And she doesn't count the teardrops That she's cried while he's away Cause she knows deep in her heart She'll be back someday Thanks, Thank guys.